if their life situation is comfortable, they're not gonna be able to do it. You, yeah. you gotta be like, I'm making it, I don't care, like, this is up to me and I'm gonna do it. And in today's world, you can make money off anything. I woke up every day excited because I was actually like, I was finally doing something that I enjoy. Not everyone's gonna support your goals or your dreams until you make it. I either win or I learn. I never win yeah. or lose. Make statements that are unreasonable to not believe in. What's up guys, welcome back to another episode of Treadmill Talks. I know it's been a minute since I've done one, I've been lacking, a couple of y'all been asking me where the next episode's coming, but we're back in it, here we are. I got my boy Sway today as my guest, I've been What's excited. Going on, but Sway, introduce yourself a little bit, man. Tell me about yourself. Yeah, bro. So, what's going on, guys? Uh, my name's Sway. That's my nickname. My uh, my real name's Host Sway, but you know, apparently everybody just prefers to call me Sway. Uh, you know, 24 years old, and I'm the same. Pretty much do the same thing as Chris, as far as like, you know, I enjoy making fitness content, um, and I do more stuff outside of that. I have two personal businesses, um, and yeah. All right, man. So. Before we dive in a little too deep, what is something about your childhood or who like you were growing up as that has decided who you are today? Like something happened, whether it's an event, something you learned that has shaped you and who you are today. Yeah, so, you know, and I feel like a lot of people um, have gone through the same thing as me. And what I mean by that is like, you know, growing up, um, you know, being in a household where my parents were divorced, but they got divorced at a, you know when I was really young. I was only two or three years old. Um, you know, not having a whole lot growing up, it's what created this like ambition in my life to where you know I everything I do today, man. It's it's not just for myself. It's it's honestly to give back to my parents and to finally put my family in a position to where, you know, we no longer have to worry about money. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but even though we grew up with not having a whole lot, I'm a, I'm a firm believer, you know, in, in God and, and uh, I truly believe that, you know, even though we didn't have a whole lot, it felt like I had a lot just because God was always there to provide us with everything we needed yeah. to continue. Um, so def I would say definitely that, just like growing up and, and seeing my parents kind of struggle a little bit, it like set that tone for me to do everything right and and uh, just, you know, get my family out of that hole. Right. Were you on good terms with both of them like since you were growing up? Yeah, so I, I mean, I've always, I've always been close to my dad. Okay. Um, but I still, you know, I still love, love my mom. Um, but I was more closer to my dad growing up uh, than I was to my mom. I would say. Do you think that affected you in like a certain way? How you like you grew up, beliefs or like mindset, anything like that? As far as my parents being separated. As far as you being closer to your dad than your mom, yeah. Um, it, it didn't. I mean, I mean, who wouldn't want to be close to both 
parents, you know? For sure. Uh, but I don't think anything bad came from it as far as me being clo me being closer to my father. Um, but, you know, now with me being 24, I, I, see the, I see things a lot different, obviously. I've matured, and it, in a way, it just makes me appreciate the times that I have with my mom when I'm with my mom, mm -hmm. and it makes me appreciate my time with my father and everything he's done in my life right. to make me the man that I am today, you know? Like, me spending more time with him, I got to see a lot about how he goes about life, and, and I really did learn a lot from him, but I learned a lot from both sides, honestly. Yeah. Good. Okay. So diving in today's conversation, really, let's start off by asking, let me start off by asking this. Is what you're doing right now something that your parents would have imagined you doing or envisioned you doing? Um, you said you own two businesses. Yeah, so, so, so truthfully here, and I love this question, right? Because uh, I don't know, it just like feels me. So with me being an entrepreneur, um, Growing up with not having a whole lot and, and and coming from Puerto Rico, my parents, you know, way of thinking pretty much is like, you know, we came to the States, you guys have to go to school, like you have to go to college. Not, they didn't force college, but what I'm trying to say is that they, my parents don't know any other way besides how the States kind of drives into your mind as far as like to be something in life, you have to go to school. Um, and honestly, like to be truthful with you guys, like that's something that I have always gone back and forth with, with my parents and not so much of that they didn't believe in me. It's more so, uh, they just don't know what it is to be an entrepreneur and, and actually make it. So, uh, that's, you know, ever since I was a kid, I've. You know, you guys can ask my parents, like my mom, and I've always used to say that I wanted to grow up to be to be my own boss and, and to, at the time, dude, I, I swore I was gonna be an architect. I've always liked construction. I've, I was always a very hands-on kind of guy. Right. Uh, but I've always wanted that, I wanted always to always like be a boss. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Um, but like I said, my parents always believed in, you know, school, in order to become something, but I'm glad God has put me in the position to prove otherwise. Yeah. So you're saying they didn't really see another way other than like they, college? Yeah, so they didn't. So I remember when I started my training business. Uh, How long ago is this? Okay, so this was close to three years. It's like two years and some change, but okay. you know, Close to three years. But uh, anyways, I remember when I first started, you know, it, it was tough because at the time I was still living with my parents um, and I had a great job. You know, I was I was doing plumbing. I was doing new construction plumbing. Uh, you know, not gonna lie, making sweet money for a 21 year old at the time. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't what I loved and I was tired of waking up every day and, and not enjoying my day, you know, so. I one day just I snapped out of it. I uh, I remember I just like quit my job. I walked in that day and I just told him, you know, like I handed the keys, the truck keys and stuff like that. I quit my job. And how hard was that? It, it was tough. It was tough because I knew I knew what I was about to face. 
as far as like having to prove to not just my parents but to everybody that whenever you do what you love whenever you're like truly passionate about something no matter what it is like if you want to make it happen you'll make it happen you get what yeah. i'm saying like if you put that in your head every day and you wake up and it doesn't matter what it is it's like i tell everybody that it, it, it who cares what you love what you're passionate about in in today's world you can make money off anything especially something that you're completely driven about right i mean it's the craziest stories you know i know a guy who sells flowers to dealerships and the man is probably one of the wealthiest men in this county i mean selling flowers right like if you were to tell your parents hey I, I want to sell flowers <laughs> like people would, probably, people would probably look at you crazy but it's just a, it goes to show that man if you love something just like do it who cares what you know your parents say who cares obviously respect your parents but like just don't don't let uh, other opinions bother or get in the way of something that you know that if you were to pursue wholeheartedly that you would succeed it so yeah I feel like especially like in today's world a lot of people care about the opinions around them the social media like pressure on them yeah they go in and they see billionaires or whatnot and they're yeah. doing this and they're doing that and they're like okay like what if I want to do this instead but then I got so much pressure on me from my parents my family my friends and then like the surrounding world around me but like you said it's just it goes back to what you want to do right and if you're truly passionate about it then I think like you'll be able to get there and actually get there and succeed in it is what I'm trying to exactly. say exactly Listen, if you're able to wake up every day and like, for example, once again, going back to when I started my first business, uh, I woke up every day not so obsessed with how much money I'm bound to make. I woke up every day excited because I was actually like, I was finally doing something that I enjoyed. Uh, so if you go about things the wrong way, which is like, you know, chasing money instead of actually like thinking about it you really do love doing it you're not gonna make it and that and that's I believe that's the truth like you have to actually love what you do and and uh, you know there's a saying that says like like you have to learn how to eat crap right um, before you succeed and, it, and it's true no matter what uh, industry you decide to get into whatever it is that you want to do like it's not like you're gonna go from zero to a hundred right away mm -hmm. um, but it's the fact that like if you wake up every day really believing in yourself and loving whatever it is that you're doing you're gonna blow up eventually what caused you to take the leap that leap of confidence to where or that leap of faith to where you woke up today and you're like all right i'm quitting my job today today's the day i start how'd you get to that well like i said i i always wanted to be my own boss one day i always wanted to build a business and whatnot um, but it was more so of, of, uh, just not being average and, you know, and, and respect goes out to everybody that has any job. Like, at least you have a job, right? And you should be grateful, but I didn't want to be a nine to five. Um, and I feel like in today's world, a lot of people are forced into being in a nine to five and, and it's almost like they get lost in there and and they see no way out and next thing you know they're 50 60 70 years old saying oh well i always wanted to be this but i never got around to doing it right you get what i'm saying yep. 
like, so, damn, I wish I could go back. So it was more of like taking a risk. I always believed in whatever it is that you want to do, like you have to, you got to take a risk. Um, being comfortable in a situation isn't going to to push you to go harder. Yeah. Or, you get what I'm saying? Yep. Like, uh, I love being uncomfortable. I love knowing that I don't know something because it just makes me chase after that and gain yeah. knowledge behind it a lot more. Yep. I, I just, I really do love being in uncomfortable situations, and and that's that's how I that's how I've been able to build both my businesses. It's just literally being uncomfortable. It's like that one saying. I always love it, and I've always gone by it. Get comfortable being uncomfortable. Oh yeah, bro. Yeah, and that's it's, it's, it's facts. insane. It's yeah. actually one of the points on here. It was so on my way back to Tampa on Friday or Thursday night. I was listening to a podcast. It's called The Diary of a CEO. And one of the guests that he had on there, uh, his name was Alex something. I can't remember his last name, but he's a multimillionaire right now. He started, the title of the podcast is literally The Man Who Went From $1,000 to a $1 Million Dollars in like a year or two. Wow. And listening to his life story and like what he's done is just it's very inspirational. And one of the points he was talking about, it was, He's, he got asked, how do you tell someone some advice about taking that leap? And he was like, if their life situation is comfortable, they're not going to be able to do it. Right. He's like, you got to have, he said there were two things, either fear or passion. Right. His was fear. He was like, I don't want to wake up and not be able to know what I'm going to eat. I don't want to wake up and not be able to know if I'm going to have enough money to spend today to like stay alive so his fear was his driving point to where he's like I don't know how I'm gonna do this I don't know where it's gonna go but I will find a way and right. he said he said a statement that I really liked and it goes back to like the self-belief in yourself and yeah. just having that confidence that you're gonna make it he said make statements that are unreasonable to not believe in and what I mean by that is if you go play basketball for 10,000 hours, there is no possible way that you're not gonna be good at basketball. Right, right. Absolutely not. Like, you can go tell it to anyone, you say, hey, if I play 10,000 hours of basketball, you think I'm gonna be good? Every single person is gonna say yes. Right. So he goes like, make statements that are unreasonable to not believe in. Like, it's unlogical to say no to. And so I don't, that just stuck in my head and it's like, input, output. You put right. this amount of effort in, you're gonna get it. You're result. gonna get it regardless. I mean, I mean, look at the goat himself. Like uh, the goat, as in Kobe. Like that guy was just—he was who he was. Because I mean, the guy just—he put in countless hours, bro, into his craft, and and he's, you know, he—he's one of my biggest inspirations. Just because, um, and you know, obviously he's a basketball player. I have nothing to do with basketball, but inspiration as in like that man knew what it took to be who he who he was you know and um it goes back to what that guy said as far as like make unrealistic uh or how, do, how does it go make statements unrealistic make statements unrealistic yeah like or make statements unreasonable to not believe inside yeah and, and i feel like kobe did it i feel like kobe did that i remember um, he was, it was, there were always like videos about Kobe and his teammates and they'd be like, 
all right, I'm gonna pull up to practice early, like an hour or two before anybody. Yeah. And they would pull up, and then guess who they see? Kobe, already right. drenched in sweat. Right. Free throws, layups, three pointers, whatnot. Yeah. And they're like, how is this man already here? Then he would say after practice. Right. Because he, he knew everybody was going home to chill for the night. I, dude, I, you know, there's, there's a lot of people that believe in that you shouldn't be super competitive and, and that you shouldn't strive to like be the best at something, but I disagree with that. I, I, uh, I've always believed in, you know, your priority should be putting God first, mm -hmm. putting yourself second, like right, and you put yourself before anybody else or anything else. And, and if you're worried about like hurting somebody's feelings or like whatever it might be, like if you're worried about somebody else besides you and like you're prioritizing everybody else, except you like you're not going to make it as far as you can potentially make it um and i don't know i, I always stress that on people um you know just like worry about you you know what i'm saying like be a true leader i'm not saying uh you know be a dickhead or whatever yeah but like just be a true leader be a good person but worry about you some people are going to listen to that and they're going to ask the question of like, oh, but is that not selfish to put yourself in front of others? What, what is your answer to that? And I can give mine after yours. Is it selfish to what? To put yourself before others. You said put God first and then yourself second before everybody else. Yeah. Is that selfish to do? Not at all. That's, that's, that's not selfish. Um, Wanting the best for yourself, like, right. you know, how, how is that selfish? Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Uh, that's where a lot of people go wrong. It's they place everything and and, and and everybody before them, and and next thing you know, you know, they've been in the same crappy situation for five, ten years, while everybody else is thriving, and then you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. There's many thoughts that go in my, that go through my head when it comes to that. Um, and I could literally go on a rant for like an hour about it. Uh, but it just, it just goes to show that I feel very strong about that. Um, and I learned that as I, I matured and you know, whatnot is like, nobody's going to wake up and want it for you. Mm -hmm. Nobody's going to pay your bills. Nope. Nobody is going to make your dreams happen. You get what I'm saying? Cause at the end of the day, people are selfish. Yeah. Um, they don't want to see you blow up on, on social media or they don't want to see your business boom and you get what I'm saying? Like, no, 100%. So if that's the way the world thinks, why are you, why are people so worried about the world? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, take care of yourself and, and the true people that are meant to be in your life, they're going to follow. You get what I'm saying? And, and you as a true leader, you're going to help them become leaders and and strive in their own life. I, lo I love the way you put that. And I 100% agree with that. Especially because coming from someone who, in my like younger times, when I was like in middle high school, I always had the issue of like, oh, if I put everyone before me and like, basically people please, then everyone's gonna like me. And I was worried so much about people liking me. I don't you see, know that's really the thing. Sorry to interrupt you. No, no, but, go ahead. But when you're out here pleasing everybody else, 
yeah, we, we think, we think, because I've been in that situation too where like I, I tried pleasing everybody, whatnot. But little do you know that they only like you, they only talk to you when they want something. Because it's convenient for them. You get what I'm saying? Like they have somebody like you that's like always putting them first. So that's the only, the, the minute that you prioritize yourself and they realize that they're no longer prioritized, watch them dis, like disappear. They're gone. Gone. No, absolutely. Yeah. And it's like, it's only the true ones who really care about you are exactly. the ones who are going to stay. Cause it's, yep. Here's the thing. If someone actually cares about you and they see that you're putting yourself first, that you're working on yourself, you want the best for yourself, you're striving for whatever goals you have. Right. They're going to be supportive of that. They're exactly. going to stick with you. Even if they don't have this like, let's say they don't believe in your goals but they believe in you and that's right. i feel like that's the most important thing is not everyone has to believe in your goals but if they believe in you that's all that matters like and that's the thing and that's why god puts these dreams and goals in your head and that's because like he knows that not only you can do it but it's, it's your goal it, it's your dream and everybody's completely different like most of the time a lot of people aren't going to understand what your goals are, what your dreams are, because it's they're yours, and that's why God made it your dream. You get what I'm saying? No, 100%. Like, yeah. there's a reason why that idea is in your head. Yeah, God is exactly. the one who put it there. Exactly. Now it's up to you to one. Do I always say this? Do your part and leave the rest up to Him. Yes. If it's not in your control, don't stress about it too much. I don't know what's gonna happen tomorrow. I know what's gonna, like what I'm doing right now, so I'm just gonna yeah, there you do go. the most that I can do right now. There you go, yeah. And tomorrow is up to him. When tomorrow comes to now, then I'll work in it. For but sure. Until that comes, I'm just working on right now. And the other thing is, not everyone's gonna support your goals or your dreams until you make it. And it's like the sad yeah. truth. It's like everyone says, like the big people, like half of them got lucky. Like a lot of people say, like, oh, he got lucky. His video blew up. Oh, he got lucky he got a sponsorship. Oh, he got lucky he got like a six-figure job. You didn't see the countless hours exactly. behind the closed yeah. doors of editing, studying, yeah. uh, working out, whatnot. Like all that luck is coming from hard work that you just didn't see. But then once right. they make it big, they're like, oh, he got lucky. Now his work just paid off. See, and, and what Chris is, was just saying, it, it's a good reason why you shouldn't care about other people's opinions because like it's literally what he just said you have a dream right and you start working towards that dream people are going to talk crap about you but even when you make that dream happen even when you're crushing it in life people are still going to talk bad about you they're going to say that once again oh he got lucky or oh he's whatever like people are always going to have something to say people don't want to see you succeed and that, it all comes down to that it's just there's just there's there's people out there that just like they feed off of that uh just not seeing people make it and i've seen it in my own personal life um when i started doing everything i do it's like i saw friends who i thought were my best friends and you know i saw them kind of like just shoot me down in a way and and almost try to prevent me from from moving forward you know so that just taught me to once again worry about myself yeah and believe it in my heart that those who are meant to stay in my life are, are they're going to continue to walk with me why do you think those people will bail on you what what do you think makes them stop being there for you or like 
Once they see you succeed, they'll start making it. Well, because a lot of people are a lot of people are complacent with being average. A lot of people they grow comfortable. So as soon as a as soon as like you change that, right? So as soon as like what I, I don't know how to gather my words, but what I I'm trying to say it's it. like you know, nowadays people are just like they get complacent, you know, they get comfortable and they're okay with being average and that's fine like if that's what you want to do like once again that's on you i'm worried about me but me somebody who once again is trying to break a a generational curse and and provide my family with everything they've never had before and it's not just about like materialistic things like i just want to break that curse man you get what i'm saying and financial freedom right and um once you're once you become different people aren't going to agree with that because it's like it's almost like people like they they just like they want everybody to be the same right and then as soon as somebody steps out of that and becomes something different you're like you're seen as like not just different but oh he, he thinks he's better than us or whatever it might be right yeah. like they start saying a lot of negative things about yep. you but like in reality it's just because you you're you're your drive is different, you know, and they become insecure, in my opinion. Insecure, that's the word. There you go. That's that's the word right there. In my opinion. Yeah. I feel like when when they see someone, because there's two types of people in today's world. According to my also still my opinion, but when you see someone doing better than you, there's only one of two reactions. It's either, oh, I want to be like him. I'm gonna start grinding. Or, he's doing too much, he's extra, blah, blah, yeah. blah, he's not going to make it, I like where I am, I'm comfortable. Or, it's, it's under the same like exact opinion, they just, lo un, like, low-key, they don't have the balls to step out and do whatever that that's guy's what, doing. That's, that's exactly what it is. So to make themselves feel better, they're just going to talk trash about that dude, talk bad about that yeah. guy, and like justify, justify it to themselves. That it's okay to be where they are. Again, right. like Sway's saying, you do you. If you're if you like where you're at, then that's all good for you. But for me and for Sway, we see someone doing better. It's like it's almost like an extra push. Oh, 100%. Like, why am I let, not there? Let, like, listen, let me get bro, there. Listen, um, I I have told everybody in my life that's you know that's very important to me. I've told I've always told them that when I make it they make it yeah because we're not meant to be alone right humans aren't meant to be alone mm -hmm. so and this is funny because I was just talking to my friend about this today um, the people that you know say like oh I'm self-made I did everything myself I'm complete that's complete bullcrap because eventually you're, you're not you're gonna go, you're gonna come across something that you may not know you're gonna need somebody's help to uh, to help you right with like nobody's ever completely 100% self-made because humans aren't we're not meant to be alone we're meant to be around people um, and with that being said like for me in my personal opinion like if I'm making it and then I also see my people making it with me like I, it's, it's like how you said it just like feels you bro because like you get what I'm saying like I don't know it's just something about 
having everybody around me be on the same level as me, it's just like, it, it fuels me and, and that's why I wake up and do what I do every single day. How do you find the right people to surround yourself with? How do you find those people that are gonna push you to become better? They're trying to become better too. Well, How have you run into them or met them in your life? That's a very good question. Um, you know, one thing about me is I don't just jump in to be like somebody's friend. Um, I like, I, uh, it's like, I, I, sounds weird, but I like study people in a way. Yeah. I see how they go about their life, their, you know, how they act in certain situations and blah, blah, blah. And, and I can really like, honestly say that about every single one of my friends that I say that are in my circle in today. Um, they're in my circle because they've demonstrated outside of, outside of me being convenient for them, mm -hmm. that they're driven and that, um, you know, they're, they're not out here wasting time and you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, in a way I study people until I see like who they truly are. Um, and if you're convenient to somebody, you're not going to really see who they really are. You, you have to almost like just... Am I making sense? You know, you yeah. are. You are. You have to kind of just like, you know, keep keep at a distance, right? And once again, just see who they are Try before you enter their life and, and uh, you know, do whatever it is that you desire, you know, to accomplish with that friendship, whatever it might be. Um, I don't know if I just made sense, but in my head I made sense and that's all that matters. No, it, it made sense. It's like, I mean, tell me if this is right. You're saying it's almost like as if a business almost where you kind of have to study it before you go into it. Yeah, let me actually, hold on. This is, if I wasn't making sense and I have some of you guys lost, I'm going to try to re-explain what I'm thinking, I'm just, but I'm just going to like paint a picture for you, right? So let's say if I was a CEO, right? and I was looking for like a manager or something, I'd rather much um, find somebody who I've been like, who I see that outside of this job where they're about to make as much money as they ever have before, like they already work hard, like their work ethic is insane and you know what it is, like. and, and who they are as a person. Exactly, right. So you don't have to put that into the video because I'm like not making no, no, sense you're right now. It's it's off the dome, bro. Like, okay. Yeah. This this is non-filtered, straight content. <laughs> I like it to be. I like 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 podcast to be. It's almost like, like just a normal conversation between the yeah. two of us, and the listeners literally just in the room. Yeah. Almost. Like I try to keep it like super, for not informal, super like casual, just off the dome. Right. And. I want to go back to like the business aspects or the topics of business. So yeah. I know you have your own two businesses right now. What advice would you have for someone who wants to start a business, but they don't necessarily know where to start, what, what's the first step to take, etc. Into finding a business? Into starting one. Oh, into starting one. Well, um, you know, before you start any business, you really do have to ask yourself uh, a few questions. And that's like, is that idea that you have behind this business, do you actually like that idea? Uh, do you see yourself still enjoying and, and falling in love with this idea 10 years from now? 
Um, and third of all, like, do you, are you ready to are you ready to eat shit, right? Because with any idea that you have, any business you you want to start, unless you're blessed with you know money from other people, like you really are starting from scratch. You're starting from zero, and you are having to build that business up yourself. And it may not look pretty the first few years, the first one, two, three years, right? But like, are you willing to go through that? Because that's that's the hardest part. Once you get through that, uh, through that period, and and you see your business starting to take off and stuff like that, that's the easy part. Mm-hmm. But the hard part is, like, you know, uh, the hard the hard part is it's 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 the first few years, honestly. It's it's the beginning of it. So if if you tell yourself that you don't think you're mentally ready for that, you're you're not gonna make it. But if you're strong enough to to be able to pull through those times, um, you're, you're going to be really good at whatever it is that you choose to do. Yeah. But just find something that you love, man. Like, it, who cares what it is? And I know I said this before. It could be your craziest idea ever. There's a way to make money off of it nowadays. Because there's just so many avenues, bro, that you can take with any idea that you have. Um, and listen, the craziest ideas people have thought about before I mean look at Elon Musk bro like you know like a like the Tesla idea and I mean the man builds rockets (laughs) like you know what I'm saying it's like crazy ideas that a lot of people say like leave in your childhood and whatever but bro if you see yourself doing it just just do it just start and once again know that you're gonna be strong enough to go through the hard times and it goes back to the self-belief thing that we talked about. It's like, plant in your head that you have the ability to do it. Like, with me, for example, I've said this before. Y'all have seen it if you follow any of my socials. I've said it before. I will make it. Like, it's not easy. I've been making content for over a year now, oh, yeah. and I still barely have any, like, big social platform. I love all 1,500 of you on Insta and all 1,700 of you on TikTok. But I mean, like, that's nothing compared to where I see myself in the future. Oh, yeah. And that's exactly, like, what you got to think. I don't care what the idea is. Like, just just do it, bro. Just do I, it. it doesn't matter who, like, believes in you, who doesn't. You're going to find people on your, like, journey who will believe in you and who will support you. And you're going to meet the best people from that. And the people who don't believe in you screw them it don't matter you're gonna find those everywhere whether you make it or not there's people gonna be talking crap about you and talking trash down talking down on you even if you do make it so just just take that self-belief put it in and just like invest in yourself it's almost just it's an investment it's a project this is literally a project it's it's like a business like you said first two or three years are probably the hardest part of the entire business and another thing that i don't want to talk about is it's not gonna be perfect the first time you do it. Yeah. It rarely ever is, but find a direction and just head in that direction. You're gonna ping pong around from like failures. You're gonna be like, oh, let me try this. No, all right, let me try that. All right, I learned something from it. And you can definitely pitch in on this. Your failures will teach you lessons and skills that you can rack up. Oh yeah, I mean, listen, like if you're, 
if you're afraid of failing, like being a business owner or being super successful, like I'm sorry, and this this comes off really direct, but you're not gonna make it. Like if you're afraid of failing, you have to be okay with failing because it's it. This is something that I truly believe in. I either win or I learn. I never win yeah. or lose. Like lose is out of the, losing is out of the picture. I don't even. I don't even say that word, like, because I'm never losing. Because when I fail, it's when I l learn, right? Like, uh, right. And, and that's when you really make stuff happen. Like, if you think that you're going to be winning all the time, you got it twisted. You, you got this whole thing wrong. Um, because we're not perfect, uh, and, and we're going to fail. We're going to fail so many times, man. But that's okay, because you're going to learn from your mistakes every single time. And it's gonna mold you into into a better person. It's gonna it's gonna uh, mold your business into what it's meant to be. So, so take risks and don't be afraid of failing. It's almost like conditioning. Almost it's like you're gonna get unfazed at a certain point from failing. Like and it's like he said, it's not even failing. It's literally learning a lesson. Mm -hmm. Look at it as if you tried something and you learned from it, and now you get to go again at it with more knowledge. And Another point is those skills and lessons that you learn, they stack up and add up and they add more value to you. And then later on in life, you're not gonna know when or where, but you're gonna encounter a situation, and it's happened to me multiple times, oh, yeah. where it's like, oh, I need this skill, I need this thing that I learned a couple years ago. I'm really glad I did that thing that I didn't really want to. Yeah. Like, I, I was listening to the podcast again, like I said, and I was, thinking about it when they said this and I was like like relating it to me personally I've been in a personal training job and that has an aspect of sales in it so now I have the skills to sell something I'm in school for a completely unrelated major aerospace but that's another skill to add I have a NASM certification now that's a third skill to add now all that just builds up my character my portfolio God knows what, when whatever I encounter next, I might need one of those skills that I didn't have before. So it's just like, any opportunity that you see, just go at it. Yeah. And you know, that that just reminds me too, because um, a question I get asked all the time, it's like, like how did you know that this is what you wanted to do? And things like that. Like how and, do you find your purpose? Right, how did you find your purpose? And I watch a lot of Gary Vee, and this is something that he brought up that kind of reassured me what I was thinking. Um, so, dude, I started working when I was 15 years old. I can't tell you guys the amount of jobs I've had. I mean, I honestly, bro, to be transparent with you guys, my first job was at Aeropostal. Like, <laughs> yeah. this is back when Aeropostal and Hollister was popping. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> um, I worked, I've worked at McDonald's. I've worked at a car wash before. I've... I've worked at a tree service job before. I, I was a plumber. Um, I mean, guys, like I've, I've done so many things and, and like I advise that. I advise young people to not be afraid to move around. Like if you guys are working a job that you don't like, why are you still there, right? Find something else because clearly you don't like that. So if sitting at a desk all day isn't your thing, try to look for something else that isn't related to that so like go get an outside 
outside job or whatever it might be. But what I'm trying to say is that like literally not being afraid to move around. I've never been afraid to move around. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it kind of really showed me what I what I'm good at and what I'm not good at and what I'm passionate about and what I'm not passionate about. So fitness and real estate, like with everything I've done before, have have been my two things that I'm truly passionate about. Right. Like, you know, this goes back to um, when I was a plumber. Like now, ever because I was a plumber, I know the ins and outs of um, not only just plumbing work, but you know, some electrical work, some AC work. Which, when it comes to me flipping a home, it, it, it makes my life a whole lot easier. Right. Because, skills. huh? The skills. The skills, right? And, you know, working at like Aeropostale, it's so funny every time I say that. Work, working at Aeropostale or, or just like dealing with customer service, it made me good at, at being a trainer. Right. Because I know how to talk to people. You know what I'm saying? So don't be afraid to, to try different things until you find something that, that clicks for you and you're like, wow, like I, I love this, you know? Yeah, and it's all trial and error. And one of like something I want to really bring up is a lot of people have this misconception of oh, it's too late for me. I'm too old. Blah blah blah. I read one of the books I was reading was um, I can't remember if it was mentioned in Unlimited Power or How to Win Friends and Influence People, uh-huh. but one of them mentioned something about. Take a look at your life. Let's say lifespan average, I think I heard it was 74. All right, let's say I'm gonna live up to 70. We're gonna cut it short four years. Yeah. Right now, I'm 19. Whoever is listening, I mean, most of the people that listen to me are usually around my age. If you're not, I appreciate you for listening. <laughs> but um, whether whatever your age is, let's say if I'm gonna live to 70, I can't do quick math right now, but I'm 19 out of 70. That is under 30% of my entire lifespan. That means I have another 70% to live, to do stuff in, to experiment with, to start up a business, to do whatever I wanna do. And that's still all ahead of me. I've only lived 30% of that. And the first 10 years, I didn't really know anything. Half of it I don't even remember. And the other half, I was just like, mama, dada, whatever. (laughs) And so I'm like, I've only been really alive for like 10 genuine years, aware of my surroundings and whatnot. I got another 70% to live. So look at it that way. It's like cup half empty, half full. Look at the cup half full and go out and experiment. You have so much time ahead of you. Just because you've been alive for 20, 30 years doesn't mean the time's over. It's just getting started for you, man. I I feel strong about that too. It's like... You know, I have 30-year-old clients, 40-year-old clients, and they'll they'll come in and they'll be like, oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm just old. And I'm like, you're not old. You're literally only 30, only 40. Like, I don't know what, uh, there's like a certain number that most people live up to nowadays. It's 74. It's 74? Yeah, that's what I was heard. Like, it's crazy to think about like, oh, I'm, I'm 35, I'm, I'm old. Like, bro, like. You still got half of it. <laughs> You're only 35, like, you know, like, you still have your whole entire life to live, and I don't know, man. I mean, at least for me, hey, listen, when I'm, when I'm 60, 70 years old, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep going. Listen, I'm, in my head, I'm young. I'm young. You know what I'm saying? 
Respectfully, <laughs> not, not 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 that creepy seventy year old dude that's you know in the gym doing weird stuff. No, no, no. no. But what I mean is like, you know, I'm gonna tell myself that I'm young and I'm capable capable of anything, and and that that's honestly like a very good take right here. It's like those who make it aren't filling their mind with negative shit. Like if you, like if you're feeding yourself with negativity, like you know whatever it is. Oh, I'm old or. Oh, I'm I'm fat, or whatever it might be that you're telling yourself, or, or oh, I'm ugly. Like, you're only making it worse for yourself. Um, it's a mindset. It's it, it really is a mindset, and you know, it, and it's almost like what you were saying earlier about like setting like unrealistic like expectations or whatever. Uh, it's okay to tell yourself that, like you know, like. I don't know what it might be, but it's okay to to hype yourself up instead of just like shooting oh, yeah. yourself with like negativity. You get what I'm saying? No, like, yeah, because you're you're when you first start, most likely you're gonna be your only supporter. Yeah, maybe for like sure. close friends or family. But let me tell you right now, even like those close friends and family, deep down they might not tell it to you, but they're like, oh, he has a chance of not making it. Something. Oh, one hundred percent. You yeah. you gotta be like, I'm making it. I don't care, like, this is up to me and I'm gonna do it. Like, God takes care of everything else and I'm gonna do my part and I'll leave yeah, the rest up to sure. him. But, I like to end off the podcast usually by having some, having you say one of your favorite quotes that you've ever heard and lived by. One of my favorite quotes. I have so many. Um, I'm gonna have to look on my phone, honestly. <laughs> you can go ahead. Like, you know, Pull it I, out. if I gotta choose only Pause. one, like, let's see. It's just like something that has really affected your life and your mindset. It's like once you heard it, you're just stuck with you. You're like, damn, that's that's not going away anytime soon. I'll say mine while he pulls his up. I yeah. I kind of already said it during the pot, the like yeah during the episode really, but it's the same exact thing. Is just make statements that are unreasonable to not believe in, and just input output. Think of it that way. It's very simple. Break down the process into steps. Input output. If I'm gonna input this amount of work, this amount of effort, this amount of hours, what's the output gonna be? It's like, it's literally studying for an exam. It's like a chart with amount of hours solved or amount of hours like worked and scored. And it's literally yeah. just a linear line. The more hours you do, the higher the grade. Same exact thing. Life is really all like that. It's, yes, it has ups and downs, but and the overall spectrum or image, input equals output. It's, it's like, there's like, this one TikTok sound, it's like, I'm not, it doesn't take like a genius to say the amount of work you put in equals the amount of success you get or something like that. Mm-hmm. Honestly, guys, like, I'm just going to say something that I wrote down myself on my on my notes on my phone. Uh, so if that's okay, I'm not yeah, going to yeah, quote yeah. anybody. It's just something. Give me a quote. Yeah, it's <laughs> my quote. <laughs> but... Uh, you know, I, I wrote this down the other day, and, and, it, and it speaks very loud to me. Um, 
and if I had to say something, I would I would just say, always trust your hard work. It's unlocking doors you can't see yet, mm. and and that I, I had that in my head and like trust, right? Believing in yourself, trusting in yourself, like that's the greatest thing you can possibly do. Like like really trusting yourself and believing yourself like you guys don't understand like you're you're capable of doing anything you freaking want like literally you just have to believe in it you have to believe in yourself and that's why like it's bound to unlock doors that you don't even see right because you're you're gonna become like the one percent right and and you may have this crazy idea and you think it's gonna go this way, right? And then you're the kind of person that really trusts and believes in yourself. Like, not only are you going to reach where you thought you were gonna make it, but you're gonna take it beyond that. Like, beyond that. And that, you know, and, and for the believers out there, that's gonna come with like God's blessing and stuff like that, but that, that's what I gotta say, man. Like, like, trust in yourself, believe in yourself, literally, uh, just do it for you and, and, and the rest will follow and, and believe in God most importantly and man let me tell you your, your life can change in the blink of an eye I, I promise you that like on everything bro seriously it, it, he knows miracles with you just, just take that leap of faith take that step and just watch your life transform man on that note, appreciate y'all for watching. I'm going to have Sway on another episode because we got so much more to talk about. No, seriously. But <laughs> on that note, appreciate y'all watching. That's wraps.